I'm gonna grab some ice cream and house this bitch while we talk. I'll be right back. You took too long. Yeah. You are shit. You took too long, Slam. Next two days at work are going to be excruciating. Because Just you're like wait, yeah, waiting, waiting for the move. Yeah. And you're living in box hell, so you got that. Yeah, it's not too bad. We still got like our TV and a laptop hooked up to the TV, so we can still like watch. We can still watch stuff. All the porn you want. Well, yeah, I got all my laptops, so sure. <laughs> Double I can be it. three screens. Three screens if I need to. Four <laughs> if I get my iPad involved. Uh, Alright. We're ready to roll? You got your ice cream? Mm-hmm. Yep. Alright. What flavor ice cream? Hold on, wait for the show to start. <laughs> oh, I thought it already did. No, we'll find I have to introduce it. Or unless oh, okay. unless the introduction was Tony slamming the mic down and us going boop 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 boop. Oh, boop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, well, how about this? You are listening to the Rumble Pack recording. What flavor ice cream? <laughs> yeah, let's get serious. The real question here is, Tony, Tony, <laughs> do, A, do you have brain freeze yet? And B, no. what flavor brain freeze are you going to get? Dude, you got to work fucking hard to get brain freeze from ice cream. Yeah, you got to be really housing that shit to like get brain. Well, okay, um, lift up the lift up the tub and read the side to us right now. It's on the lid, asshole. <laughs> I don't have to lift up a tub. That's too much work. I already got that shit nestled in between my dick and the blanket, so I don't. I got that nice cold ball action going on. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Rocky Road, chunky, chunky monkey, chunky chunky hippo. The greater's flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> chunky, my chunky future. hippo. My future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's read, the, read the small yeah. text below the flavor and tell me what's in it. Toffee ice cream base, salted roasted peanuts, milk chocolate caramel truffles. I feel like oh, there's... Oh, fuck, ton of peanut. Okay. You ended that, you ended that with an up inflection that made it sound yeah. like there was more. There's... Is there there's a missing ingredient? That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, at least one. And no, marshmallows, was... bitch. Like I was. <laughs> they created a run-on sentence with commas. So Wait, the ingredient they... was ended. Yeah. <laughs> and the sentence kept going. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. So there's there's words after the ingredients, but you didn't read them. Right, because they weren't ingredients anymore. I got tricked by the sentence. I didn't read ahead of the sentence. Oh, well, now I need the whole damn it. sentence. 
This chunky flavor is bound to be a seasonal favorite for adults and peanut-loving children. I regret this sentence already. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. This is, that's where the sentence begins? <laughs> the side of your fucking ice cream essentially says, it was the best of ice creams, it was the worst of ice creams. Who was yeah. writing the fucking label on this thing? Were they paid by the word? Uh-huh. Jesus. It's a really big lid. Dickensian fucking ice cream you got there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, oh, uh, other authors who write lots of words. <laughs> Tol- Tolstoy. Uh, yes. Literature thing. Taylor Swift, right? Taylor Swift, that's his name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well known, Taylor Swift. Uh, Justin Hemingway. Mm-hmm. He occasionally appears on the podcast. Epic writer. Yeah. Uh, clearly we have one Tony and one McFadden and and everything's in disarray. If you can hear in the strange (laughs) tone of McFadden's microphone and the amount of ice cream Tony will consume during, let us know when the flavor changes. Uh, (laughs) uh, either because you got a new tub or had a stroke, either or. (laughs) 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 It tastes like purple now. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) We have five pints to quit through or to get through, and I don't think I'm quitting tonight. Well, these are all pints? Okay, they're not like half gallons. No, I'm not insane. Okay. I feel like five pints to quit through is uh, your subconscious calling for help. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let him do this to us. <laughs> Your subconscious eats like five flavors that actually the scent like they they construct a sentence that's like I'm stuck in a rocky road. Please let me out. The, fir- the first flavor is hopelessness. <laughs> the second flavor is despair. The third, uh, the those third are all Ben and Jerry's. Self- <laughs> the third is self-loathing. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so I don't know if Tony's eating ice cream again or just reading from the depression checklist. <laughs> <laughs> from the handbook. Oh. Uh, man, who would... Why doesn't someone make those flavors? <laughs> but, ser- but seriously, can we start a brand of ice cream? <laughs> that's- yeah, there's definitely a market for that. I'm... I'm- hundred percent sure and here's the setup here's the setup the side of it is it's got each one has it like a depressing person in a sad situation like sitting on a couch illuminated by the netflix logo uh wearing their clothes from clearly multiple days ago and and it says uh despair and then the flavor is a little bit of vanilla ice cream and just an entire unbaked chocolate chip cookie that's all it's it's like the softball of, of ingredient on the inside. Self-loathing is just a chilled bucket of Crisco. <laughs> <laughs> Cooling it down to take the edge off. <laughs> it's got that good mouthfeel that you want. Oh, there's a picture of a thin, older woman sitting on a couch, surrounded by cats. We call this dependent personality disorder ice cream. (laughs) (sighs) Feeling a little needy? (laughs) This will take the edge off. 
Well, we need you to try this. That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, so delete this, and we're going to make this ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea. I'm not kidding. No, it's, it's definitely a good idea. I think it would sell really well, especially with, like, Ironically. the internet being full of assholes. But not just that. You can, you can sell to, like, every market. You have to just, yeah. like... There's one flavor that's just fucking goddamn millennials, and it's and it's like an old school flavor. And then there's there's an avocado flavored one that's like broken economy that cream, will never work. This ice cream isn't as good as it used to be. <laughs> this ice cream, this ice cream ain't as good as what it used to be. The sub to un- underneath the flavor description is just. Okay, mo- it only gets worse by the day, so hurry up and eat it soon. <laughs> This ice cream had job prospects 30 years ago? Is that what it's called? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. All right. All right, wrap it up. We're done. We have, we're done. That's it. That's our best idea for the night. <laughs> Good episode. Yeah. Uh, no, because I want to hear about... I want, I want to hear about games, but I also want to hear about uh, the excitement of moving. I just want to indulge it a little bit more because now I'm on the other side of it. Uh, and yeah. not, not moving is the best part of moving is what I've For figured sure. out. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, can't speak about games, but I can speak about moving. Uh, we finally closed on the house yesterday. Um, so we got the keys today and had uh, movers come and pack up all our stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, today. Anyway, did you visit the house when you got yes. the keys. Yeah, you did go yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, well, that was not necessarily by choice. That was the only way to get the keys. So. Oh, okay. They made me uh, go to a, to a real estate office. They're oh, real- really? Yeah. No, our, our real estate agent. Uh, I had to go to the Thunder and find a guy named <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Diff- that's a different house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Background, baby. I don't know if you can hear that. That's through two doors. Uh, <laughs> woo, he got lungs. Uh, so yeah, he, no. So our, our real estate agent uh, told them to not do that and to just, like, hide the key somewhere at the house. Uh, so that's what they did. And um, it was good because when we went to do our, like, final walkthrough or whatever, none of their shit had been moved out. So... Um, I actually got to like see the house after they moved their things out and make sure that they didn't like put a hole in a wall or something. Oh yeah. So usually there's sometimes you can tack on like a walkthrough at the end. Yeah, we did that. But like when we did it, all their stuff was still there. Ooh, that sucks. And like the thing that was like a pain in the ass was their agent was like pushing, like, are you going to do the walkthrough? Are you going to do the walkthrough? And like, so we hurried up and scheduled it. And then when we got there, nothing had changed from when we viewed the house when it was like still on the market and we're like, well, this was dumb. Thanks for like to making be f- us come out to look at the same fucking house again with all the shit still in it. To be fair. I think the, like the predominant reason for that walkthrough is like, Oh, the hot water tank didn't explode and flood the basement, which, which is the thing no, they could I mean, move. I don't know. The- Our real estate agent said to like, just make sure that they didn't like trash the house when they were moving all the stuff out. And oh, then, okay. Like, I always saw it as like, I, I saw it as like if they're not living there, there's a potential for pipes to burst in the winter and all. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I guess like there's that too. But um, that's, that's she what sold it as like make sure that there's no like 
last minute damage. And she said it's it's usually nothing. Um, yeah. Like it usually doesn't result in anything, but just on the off chance. No, the so only, anyway, dude, the only was, houses that get fucked up are ones that get foreclosed on. Yeah, the foreclosures. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I was glad to like go grab the key and I got to like walk around and look at stuff and was pleasantly surprised that they like, uh, changed, uh, put new carpet in some of the upstairs bedrooms that didn't have new carpet, uh, the first time we saw it. So that was like a pleasant surprise. Um, and then, yeah, everything else looked like it did when we saw it. So it was great. I don't know. It was really nice. It, it, it felt like home, like. That's as weird as that is to say, it I felt f- like a home. Yeah, I feel like people go one of two ways after they they either get the keys and they go like, "All right, this was this is done now," and it's like I'm excited. Uh, and then other other people reportedly go like, "Oh God, what have I done?" Not in yeah. the sense of like they dislike it, but just that it's a big life decision to buy something that's an, a financial investment. It's like the worst sure. cost of your life. Right. So yeah. you want to, I, I, I approach things with the same, I, we even bought like a fixer upper and I walked into it with like, yep, this is fine. I never had the, the, the buyer's remorse moment. Right. Right. I'm wondering yeah, if I that'll hit later. I don't think a buyer's remorse person either. I, I never got that with my car. And that's another one where like people will often in retrospect be like, ah, I shouldn't have gotten this car. Oh yeah. No, same thing for me. I car didn't bother me at all, but mm-hmm. I also researched the living shit out of everything before I buy it. Yeah. Me too. So like the cars made sense to me that it didn't bother me because I'd been thinking about it for 12 months before I purchased the car. So like I knew I was getting what I, I knew what I was getting into. I'd already rationalized it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I did, though, there was like a brief 10 to 15 minute period where I was very irritated and like starting to like swear because I couldn't figure out how to lock the door. So like they left the key in the back and I came around and unlocked it and then went in and I have this habit of like immediately locking the door when I walk in the front door. All right. But the door didn't lock. It like stuck. And I was like, well, what the fuck is this? And then so I, like, tried to put the key in the front and lock it. And, like, it, it's only a deadbolt, like, the doorknob. It's a lever doorknob, so it doesn't have a lock there. It's mm-hmm. just, like, a deadbolt. And it, it was, like, stuck. But it would, like, clearly the key would turn, but the deadbolt wouldn't come out. And I'm, like, what the fuck? And so I'm, like, f- messing around with it. And I'm, like, Googling. And nothing is, like, coming up. And I'm just, like, irritated. I'm, like, has the door been unlocked the whole time? And it's, like, all been a ruse. Uh, and then I finally, like, got my real stage on the phone. And apparently you have to, like, pull up on the door lever oh, to lock the, it. Yeah, the bolt. And only when the door is closed. Like, you can't lock the door with the door being open. Right. Like, ajar. Huh. Well, yeah, because they, they, they didn't want the deadbolt dead crashing yeah. in. Yeah, so it wasn't. Yeah, but, I mean, mo- most other deadbolts don't work that way. Most other deadbolts, you can put the deadbolt out and have it crash into the door frame if you so desire. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you got a weird one, and then also it must be the plate on the other side. The receiver isn't uh, lined up correctly, so you got to lift the door up to get it through. No, 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 no! Not lift the door. Like you literally turn the lift handle the, the opposite the direction. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So like instead of pushing down on the lever, you pull up on the lever, and then that uh-huh. allows you to lock the door. Oh, and the only and the only way to lock it, like when you're leaving, is like you pull the door shut and then you have to lift up and it like makes a kachunk and then that like engages the deadbolt and then you can turn the key to like 
lock the deadbolt in place. It's the weirdest fucking doorknob I've ever <laughs> seen. Yeah, I've never encountered one like that. And I was like furious that I was like, already something is fucking wrong. Like it's been five <laughs> minutes. Like I opened the door and something is wrong already. Like, um, but it then quickly became okay. And I calmed back down. <laughs> well, did you find anything online for this? No, no. My real estate agent. I like, I texted my real estate agent after like messing around with it for like 10 or 15 minutes and was like, so I'm having trouble with the door. Um, give me a call. Because I know she had done it before, so I was wondering, like, okay, maybe there's some trick or something that I don't know. And then she called, and she was like, lift the handle and let me know if that works. And then it did, and I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> Imagine how many different <laughs> freaking weird shit they run into going exactly, in and out of houses. Right. Yeah, they would have to know. Exactly. So that's cool. So you're moving in this weekend. Yeah, you're moving in on right, Saturday. Hear me out. Lift the handle. Now kick the door twice. Now let go of everything. <laughs> throw the keys on the ground. Say open sesame. <laughs> yep, got it. Pull your dick out. No, no. <laughs> don't, don't ask me how it knows. It just knows. <laughs> is, wait, you did stick your dick into the, the, in, the indent <laughs> on the other side of the door when you were inside there, right? Yes. It has to memorize Le your tip shape. <laughs> Look, you're going to tap left, left, right, left, right. <laughs> no, it, you can't lock this door unless you've actively got a fart brewing. Because that is part <laughs> of the code, and it is critical. It's like, ugh, I need to eat all these well, beans. Well, it's a good thing I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> you have no problem. <laughs> Show them a picture of a carton of ice cream. <laughs> okay, door is locked. <laughs> Woo! So you'll have your computer set up next time we record. <laughs> you'll be recording on a laptop. Probably. Maybe. Assuming, assuming that Spectrum hasn't lied to me. Oh, God. And, wait. And they have. And if they have, yeah. if they have uh, then the connection will only be worse because I'll be recording uh, over my phone. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, but hopefully not. I don't know. They, they said everything should be ready to go. I should just be able to like walk in the door and hook up my shit. So They we'll say see. things. They do, but but on the off chance that they were lying, I told them to schedule a technician to come out anyway. <laughs> Dude, because here's what happened to me. They were like, oh, we'll get you set up on this date. No big deal. And they came out here, and the guy was like, all right, I get you set up in two hours. No big deal. And he walked over to the, to the little post in the ground, because we have buried cables. And he went over it, and he opened it up, and he was like, huh, there's no cable to your house. And then left. <laughs> and he just left. <laughs> and then two days later, someone showed up with a machine and drove a cable into the ground to the backside of the house. And then I had to wait a week for the next technician to come out to then connect it from the house outside to inside the house. Jesus. So. Well, hopefully that hopefully, doesn't happen. Yeah, hopefully the previous owners had cable. And then well, you've so, got a connection. Supposedly they did, according to the disclosure statement. So. Yeah. My previous owner, I don't think she had anything. She, yeah. she had a chair. That was about it. She had slaves? Yeah. She well, had a Vietnamese sweatshop in her basement. Well, I don't want to narrow it down to just one country. I mean, it could be any number of ethnicities. Okay, right. fair. Let's not be harsh. Yeah, as long as you have dexterous fingers, I don't think it mattered much to her. <laughs> um, and we're good, and good with a soldering and a iron. Lighter. <laughs> <laughs> a little lighter. A little lighter. Uh... <laughs> 
Yeah. So, but I, I, I was thinking, I was considering like switching to Windstream. Have you heard of this? Have you ever tried it? Windstream's DSL, right? Are we talking yeah. about local internet right now? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Um, but it's like, so, I mean, <laughs> keep, keep eating your chunky fucking the hippo. <laughs> chunky, <laughs> chunky hippo. Not no, chunky the guy, hippo. Was, Jesus the guy was just, I mean, but do, do they run fiber optic line? No, I don't think so. you. You want uh, wow. There's a company no, no, called no, no. like Wow. Dude, you want Wow? The dude, the dude I was talking to on the phone today said that Windstream runs fiber optic lines. Oh well, that's killer if they do, but I, I have no clue that they do that. Yeah. So if I can confirm that with the actual company and not Some whatever dude? fucking utility company was trying to sell me internet, um, then I might go that route because it's about the same price. Um, yeah. But it's, it would be it's hit or miss. I've got cable now. No one else in the area has cable, so cable's right, fine. Right, so yeah, that's that's exactly why I wanted to just wait just and see. Walk around like with your Spectrum. phone in the neighborhood and look for how many say spe- <laughs> how many things say Time Warner and Spectrum on the Wi-Fi. That's, that's how you know. So that's all I checked with. Yeah. Good luck getting internet. That could be a real shit show. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. All right, Tony, you got to... Hopefully it'll be set up by the next time we record. Fingers (laughs) crossed. Tony, you got to tell me about Pyre. This is the latest game from uh, the Bastion creators. Yeah. Yeah. Is this... This is ice cream flavor number two. It's called Pyre. (laughs) From the creators of Bastion. It's flavored like a real-time strategy sports game. I was thinking about doing Buckeye Blitz next, but... I don't know if that's too much. Wait, is Pyre a real-time strategy sports game? Well, no, no. What is it then? Um, it's well, it's sportsy, but the it it isn't RTS, right? You don't like choose actions. It's more like action RPG. It's Uh, more just like its own little sports game. Wait, what is the... Okay, so can you describe the main thrust of Pyre? Because I know, McFadden, you probably haven't heard about this, right? I don't know shit about it. So there is a story that surrounds all of this. The story's kind of neat. It's pretty... But we're not going to talk about it. And... We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> no. Um, it just I mean, like we are. We are going to talk going. about it. Yeah, well, I don't want to, like, ruin anything because, like, all the super oh, okay. games, they unfurl in their own way and they, they tell... They have... They always do storytelling really well. So I just don't want to ruin their art or their craft. Right, right. But the crux of the gameplay is that you go between matches uh, three versus three with, like, really rare uh, single-player exceptions uh, where you have a orb that drops in the center and your goal is to get the orb into the other person's flame. I you have to jam Whoa. into their basket. Oh, you gotta you gotta I, slam I and jam it. Yeah, it cut oh, out for a second. To, you have to slam the ball into their basket. Okay. Um, do you like control multiple players, or you just control like one? So you do. You control three players, but you only control one at a time. So it's kind of like and, a, like a basketball sports game, right? Except that you can banish. Uh, the the opposing players 
in order to get them off the field. So, like, if you're, like, super good, this is meant for people who have, like, fucking nuts micro. Because, like, if, you, if you're one of those people that can, like, control an army of 10 and then tab through everybody and make them all target a different person, you're going to be dope at this. Be real good. Oh, so uh, your, your APM has to be pretty high to be good at Pyre. Not so much. Just, like, your ability to accurately switch between players. And so it's it's kind of tough to describe all of it. So that aura that you have, you can either keep it around you, and it's varying size depending on your stats. You have four stats, one of which is affects the size of your pyre. The, sorry, the size of your aura. The other one is speed. The other one affects how fast you come back after you've been banished. And then the last one affects you do to their fire, their their basket whenever you dunk into it. Um, and so you can either have a standing aura, or you can quote unquote cast your aura, which is a way where you will not have an aura around you very briefly, but it will go out in front of you in a wave that will banish anybody that touches that wave. So if you're good enough, you can jump over that wave. You can also jump over other people's auras. And so this, you can start to imagine where there are different types of players that have, or, you know, different, you know, the whole thing is called the right. And there are different people that participate in the rights. One of them has a very large aura, but moves very slow. Uh, if they slam it in the basket, you're going to get a ton of points off of them. Like you're going to knock down their, fire a lot uh but they're usually they're more defense oriented if you're really looking at strictly how you would use that character see if someone that's like a blocker versus someone who's an attacker yeah exactly and then people who are kind of good all around is this uh like turn-based or no it's all it's action oriented like it's it's an action game but your your direct indirect control is it isometric like uh, yeah. like Bastion, same yeah. the same sort of point of view as uh, mm-hmm. as their previous two games. Yeah, the three quarter. I think it's called like three quarters view. Yeah, three quarter view or whatever. Not I directly ab- uh, directly above, but you're kind of just off. You're three quarters up from the the parallel plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. You, I mean, you'd have to watch a video for it to really like see how the flow of it works. Um. I've played 11 hours of it, and all the gameplay is is that. That's it. That's the whole thing. Is there, any, the is there anything else other than that? Is there something to break it up, like story? or? Oh, there's a lot of story in between, and the story choices, at least in the single player, right? So you can they have a versus mode set up, too, where you can just dunk on other people if you want to. But um, <laughs> Multiplayer. They have the FIFA 2017 version of Pyre. Yeah, exactly. You just fucking like glitch through the floor and dunk on people's faces. <laughs> uh, but while you're going from place to place, the whole idea of the rights—I guess I'll, I'll do some of the story because it's not like this is all stuff you find out. Yeah, in the, the, first the setup of is fine to know. Yeah, but the whole idea is that the rights are something that was put into place. I guess. Sorry, let me pull it back just one more step. You are exiled, right? Everything you you wake up somewhere in a super giant game. So yeah, this one you wake the, up. You, the kid wakes up and he just rages. That's the setup of all their games so far. 
<laughs> right, transistor. You wake up and there's like a magic sword next to you that, like, fucking you have no idea what it's all about. Uh, Bastion, yeah, you wake up and you just murder shit because I guess that's what you do. <laughs> in this, <laughs> you're like half fucking dead, and these three people stumble across you. They're like, "Whoa, you look like you're dead." <laughs> See you later. And then one of them's like, "Ah, let's give him a chance." And so you start going along with them. You find out that you're different from these the people that you're with. You're what's called a reader, and, and that you're the only one that's literate of them. You were all banished here from the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth is a utopian-type place uh, that you are made to question this utopia as you go along. Uh, whether or not you buy in is up to you, but like in all their games, they encourage you to buy in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you find out... I mean, you know initially that these rights are for you... As exiles, it's a way for you to get back to the Commonwealth. And so once like, you have gotten back to the Commonwealth, you are then heralded as a hero of sorts. So your status, you know, immediately 180s. So it's, it's like, like ca- it, kind of like winning games. the Hunger Games. Yeah, exactly. If it's yeah, like it's like yeah, pu- yeah, it's like Pubga, you know, whoever gets that chicken dinner comes back a hero. Right. Exactly. Right. No, the Hunger Games is almost probably like. One of the best ways to say it. Like, <laughs> they all know you're going to be a little fucked up from your time down there, but you did it. You did it, boy. You played by the rules. Way to, way to crush uh, that guy's skull with a rock. Go you. But in this sense, so, you're, you're playing, like, ye olde basketball. Like, magic basketball. Kinda. I encourage you to watch a video, because I, I don't think I could ever... I got into it just because it's super giant. I, I kind of bought it sight unseen because I knew I would want to try whatever they were doing next. Uh-huh. Um, but I would encourage you to check it out to kind of see how the flow of the gameplay goes. Like anything in, the, in their games, they have ways that you can modify the difficulty other than just choosing difficulty. Right? Like in Transistry, you got you equipped certain things that made your skills less effective. Uh, in Bastion, you activated certain totems that made your enemies more powerful. They have similar things in this. To let you choose uh, your own level of difficulty. Yeah, I feel well, like... that's risk-reward, too, right? Like, the whole idea is that you did those because you got better rewards on the other side for doing it. Rather than just, I want to have the difficulty level. Yeah, you, so. you, would, you would let yourself gamble. Up to your point. Yeah. So I feel like Bastion's different because I think everyone likes Bastion. I, I don't think I've talked to someone that actively disliked that experience. But a lot of people yeah. were kind of nonplussed with uh, Transistor. But I So this is very different from both. Well, yeah, but Transistor was pretty different from Bastion, even though they shared a lot of similar DNA. So I, f- I feel like if you enjoy Supergiant games, you're pretty much bound to enjoy this, right? I feel like... If you enjoy their music, their art, and their sensibilities of storytelling... And their one voice actor. And the world... No, this is a different voice actor now. Oh, wow. Nice. They're not the same guy. (laughs) No, it's a different guy. I actually really like this one. He's kind of like... It's... God, I I, I really encourage you to check it out. I wonder if there's a good trailer that encompasses everything. Um, I didn't find that... I did watch a trailer for it. I didn't find the trailer like in exciting other than just by their name. 
<clears throat> just because they they carry that much cachet after Bastion. Yeah, other than hey, we're super giant games. Check out our dope shit. They're they're one of the few times when the trailer says from the creators of Bastion, you go like, all right, fine. <laughs> like, usually that pisses me off. Like from the creators of Sims, and you're like, fuck this shit. Um, because like <laughs> I like the Sims, yeah. but don't show me that shit. Like that doesn't that doesn't earn me any earn you any street cred with me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like the only other thing is like from the makers of of Fallout and Elder Scrolls, and you'd be like, okay, I'm listening. All right. Well, <laughs> um, what I will say is I'm watching the trailer right now, and it's a the the narrator of it is the narrator of the game. So okay. the narrator of the trailer is your voice that accompanies you throughout the game. Um, but there's a lot more voice in this one in the game, and that like. All of the characters, there's a lot of voice acting for it. There's a lot of voice acting. Oh, that's for that's it. a departure for them, I think. Uh, it's all gibberish that they translate. All right, never but mind. It, it works. It like no, 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 but like it's somebody who like deliberately like it has canter to it. It sounds like something that could reasonably be a language. Um, the trailer does a pretty good job of depicting the gameplay. I kind of wish there was one that just showed just the gameplay a little bit more. Just because yeah. it, it mixes much. That's um, okay. I, I'm willing to check out some more stuff about it because it's on my list of things to try when I get a chance. Just just on name recognition alone. So. Yeah, yeah that, that's what would have me consider it as well. I mean, it'll be on sale one day. You should for sure pick it up. <laughs> a way that we could play versus each other. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, I think so. I again, I think this is a, a very well. It's it's super giant games. They've made another game that's extremely well crafted. I think to call it a party based RPG is misleading. Yeah, that sounds misleading from what you've described. Um, if if you want to stretch it, it's an action RPG. Um, eh. in reality, it's mostly it's a sports like game. a very tight sports game. <laughs> you need like Magic LeBron, and you're good to go. Well, so that's okay. So I guess it's interesting too, right? So you have that aura. When you pick up the orb to your aura, but when you pat, so like once you've gotten it, you can pass it amongst your teammates, and the passing is like instantaneous. Hmm. Like it, it doesn't like it doesn't travel there. It can't be intercepted. Yeah. So it there's just a lot of like you can like set up your guys in a position where they may be able to create a path. Yeah, block for you. Take. Yeah, exactly. And then different ones have different jump rates. There are ones that can fly. If somebody jumps and you jump into them, you can block it. Uh there's some depth to it. There's definitely depth to like it's the the core is very simple, but to perform well at it, there's some depth that you have to account for. Cool. Yeah, definitely something it's, to check out. Got that sweet cachet. Uh, do you know what has the exact opposite of what Pyre's got going on? It's a little old game called Sonic, Sonic Mania. Okay, is this where I cash out and get my other pint of ice cream? No. Okay. Well, okay. Wait. How do you feel about the old Sonic games? They're fine. They're fine, right? I, you don't yeah, hate them. 
I'm like, I don't hate them. No, I don't. Really. I don't revere them. I played. I a really lot enjoyed of like original Sonic, Sonic Two. Every time I've gone back to a Sonic game, I play it for approximately one hour, and then go. Yeah, so I, I don't. I played yeah. only a little bit of Sonic Mania, and I don't know wh- how exactly to describe how I feel about it because I'm I'm not done with it. I would say I hear it's very good. I I would say well, it functions in the exact opposite way as Pyre, where like I'll try Pyre because the team that made it is is super giant. Now the opposite was true for Sonic Mania. I got it because the team that made it wasn't Sega, because <laughs> that was. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the thing I needed for me to be interested in it. Uh, sure. Yeah. So like, I I guess I'm not a, as much of a, I played a lot of Sonic when I was a kid, but I'm not as much of a lore historian of it. So I, I can't know for sure. Uh, but this game seems to draw from primarily from the first three Sonics and then Knuckles, Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, and that's it. Like, so there's like no cheese and cake and cream and whatever the other fucking characters are. Not that Did I can find it. I I've got there's okay. there's Sonic, there's Tails, and there's Knuckles. And you can play as any of them independently, or you can play as Sonic with Tails behind him, like a la Sonic Two and Beyond. Uh, the the like the models and everything. Like so, the game begins. And the first level is straight up the first level from the first Sonic. Like Green Hill Zone, Act 1, Sonic 1. Right? And it was actually kind of like it was a good test because it it controls like how I remember it controlling, whether or not it really does. You know, it feels right. And I played through that level and they definitely added a lot more secrets and stuff to it. And that was entertaining. And they put like a boss at the end of every level that kind of mixes things up. But then you go into the second act, and it's Green Hill Zone, but it's, like, their twisted take on it. And it's, like, wacky. They add in new things that, like, flip you all over the place. They, you know, change how some of the pipes work. They, They, you know, sort of rewrite a little bit of the rules. They just tweak the original Sonic, and specifically the style of that first Sonic's levels, in a modern ish way that it still feels kind of like a clunky old Sonic game, but in, in an endearing way. And then it's kind of inventive. And then they move you on to a new level and it's, it's like the chemical zone and it's just like the chemical zone from Sonic two, which I remember fondly with like all the, the like interweaving little bunny Hills and all that stuff. And you play through it and it's super big. These levels are huge. You get to the end of it and act two of that one they like completely mess with everything. Like the platforms, there's little, like there's pools of stuff and you jump on a a syringe and the pools change color and then they become bouncy. And then there's platforms that just lift you up through the ceiling and chains that drop you. You like can crawl along the ceiling and there's magnets that pull you up and down. And like they, they just get really wacky with it in it, in a way that made me smile. So Okay. Like I'm churning through this game and I'm going, I like, I keep, it's kind of like clunky Sonic, but it's fun and it's confusing. Like I find it very confusing because I'm enjoying it, but I couldn't say, I couldn't say wholeheartedly like everyone will love this game because it still plays like, like a, like Sonic, which is kind of shitty. 
<laughs> just kind of weird. I, I I don't know how to describe I it. I don't know that I would say Sonic plays shitty. It's it's different. Sonic's very like you have all those moments where it's going fast and it's awesome, but you're not controlling anything, and then it comes like slamming to a halt on spikes, and like and then you're like crawling. Well, that just sounds like you're bad at Sonic. <laughs> Well, that might be it. Like that, that. But it. To so, me, like, I, I don't know. I made this comparison earlier in the day, but I feel like Sonic, like the original Sonic, was like the prequel or the the precursor to Endless Runners. Like, it's all about yeah. seeing the seeing the obstacle coming and then knowing how to avoid it. So, like, knowing whether you need to jump or spin or whatever. Um, yeah, and there are. There are some exceptions. There are some levels where they like force you to come to a grinding halt, but those are not common. Well, it even has some of those underwater moments where you have the platform, like slow moving platforms that you have to slow motion jump through while the music they, and they have that music. Like I I don't even have to imitate it because you know, that in the back of your head, the Sonic underwater running out of air music. Yeah. And I had fucking palpitations from it. Like, it was the worst. I had some weird, like, flashbacks. But, uh... Yeah. I I think this game's really good. I just don't know if it's enough game to justify 20 bucks. Because uh-huh. I think it's only five is or it, six zones. Is it all cross-platform, like Steam, Xbox, PS4? Uh, it'll be out on Steam in, like, a week. Okay. And right now it's out on. I have it on Switch because it plays. Oh, okay. I, it plays identically on everything because it it doesn't like it's just two D Sonic, and they, they right. even have like the weird sphere level. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. from I don't know is that Sonic three or Sonic and Knuckles. Sonic one, I think. Or is it one where what you're the- where you're like running around on a sphere and have to like make ninety degree turns to collect blue yeah, orbs? Yeah, Sonic one. Yep, okay, that's so. Sonic 1. They have that, and then they made up their own uh, thing to get Chaos Emeralds. Like, they, they made their own... Uh, like it's, it's like if the people that made Sonic 1, 2, 3, and made all those, those, those like extra special zones, came uh-huh. up with another one during the like PlayStation Saturn era. And it's, uh... it's like... It's like <laughs> no, seriously, it's like Mario Kart. And you need to collect okay. orbs to get going faster, and you're trying to chase down a, a robot holding a Chaos Emerald. And so, like, there's holes in the ground, and there's, like, rings to collect and spikes to jump over. But it, okay. it controls kind of like shitty Mario Kart. So that, I mean, that sounds kind of like how Sonic 2 worked, where you were, like, running yes. in a half fight. It's, it is very reminiscent of that, but it's, like, full, like, quote-unquote, Mode 7 3D. Oh, Okay. So it's it's not like just like on a fixed track. It's like it's like Mario Kart SNES, where it's like a two D plane with a track on it that you have to follow, and you get progressively yeah. faster. And it's kind of I I think it's actually kind of like it's kitschy is the only thing I can yeah, describe it, it as. Like this is this is a game for hipster gamers, I guess, in in a more full sense. Like the kind of it's it's like a step above the people that are obsessed with eight bit graphics and everything. This is like 16-bit. Like, let's really, really relive the Sonic days. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I'll have to check it out. I really enjoyed what I think was considered the last 
good Sonic game, which was uh, Sonic DS or whatever. Oh, Colors? Sonic Colors? Mm, I don't know if that's what it was called. Because Sonic Generations was good, but it had it was kind of hit or miss. It was okay, and I enjoyed that one. But like everything else that I played, including I never liked Sonic Adventure, like the Dreamcast ones. I never thought those were cool. <coughs> it was all about raising chows. What? The chows. You don't remember those? Cows, chows, Barely? chows. C-H-A-O. C-H-A-O? Uh-huh. Just search it. Sonic Rush. That's the one I'm thinking of. Sonic Rush. Okay, was that it? I don't know if that was a good one. All I know is Son- everyone hated Sonic 4, even though it looked like what everyone... It looks... Like, Sonic 4 looks like what Mania is doing. And I didn't play Sonic 4, so I don't know why everyone hates it. So I don't, I don't have any point of reference for it. I think Sonic Rush was just, like, classic Sonic. And the, like, neat thing that would happen is sometimes you would run off of the bottom screen up into the top screen. Okay. Like, you know how, like, when you do loop-de-loops and stuff? Yeah. Like, sometimes all of a sudden he would just be running so fast that he would, like, run right out of the screen and then do, like, loop-de-loops and shit in the top screen, and then he would run back down into the play area on the bottom. Okay. So they do a good job in Mania of having you flip all over the place. They'll stick you to the ceiling, and you'll do upside-down, like, uh, loop-de-loops and all sorts of shit. So they, mm-hmm. they do a really good job being inventive with the, the same... Like, all I can think of is the, is the chemical plant zone, like, tubes. Yeah. The forever tubes of... I always, always like the, uh, the casino zone. Yeah, they have, they have their version of a casino zone that's uh, not quite as good. It's not as, like, pinball-y as, sure. the, as the casino zone is, but it has a little bit of that. It's got bumpers and stuff in it. But it's it's not I like, like full on marble, can... marble zone. Marble zone is that the one with water? Yeah, it had water, um, and it was it looked like it was all kind of like granite and like um... Grecian ruins kind of thing, like yep, pillars yep, yep, and stuff. Okay, yep, yep. I don't know if I've seen an area like that in this one. I really, I just really love the music. I actually, that oh. was one of the songs that we had played at our wedding. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't. I don't think I heard yeah. that one. I would have noticed that one because I, I can. I don't know. I can't name all the Sonic music, but I can like recognize You're it whenever it's playing. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the thing I wanted to mention. That's kind of cool about Sonic Mania. If you are into the music of Sonic, I guess the guy that they got to do this, uh, I think it's Christian Whitehead or something like that. Mm-hmm. I guess he's big in like remixing stuff. He's big it's in Christian Bale. What? Yeah, it's it's Christian Philip Bale Glass. playing Philip Glass in the next great movie from. J.J. Abrams? I don't know. Uh, the uh, Has J.J. Abrams done Dick recently? Yeah, he's involved in some show that I'm watching. Oh, he did. He was like a producer on Westworld. Which is what? the thing. That's true. Yep, he was a producer on Westworld. And then I'm sure he produced that Star Trek. I don't know. Uh, the thing I wanted to get the point. <laughs> the point I wanted to get to. If you is, like is Westworld going to be good past the first season? Uh, oh. do, like the first season was really good. Uh, the ending was really good. Is I, it going to continue to be good? I, I don't. I don't think so because I think the the what I loved about it was the mystery, and now like they would have to 
be very, very clever to create another mystery that I would like as much as the first one. Right. So they're, I'm hopeful. They're I'm hopeful. Very, they have, it has the potential to be one of the greatest sci-fi shows ever. Right, or should we just... But it's a it. high degree of difficulty, this routine <laughs> that they're trying to yeah. do. Like a very high point potential, but it can go very wrong. And the man, those uneven bars will fuck them. Uh, no, this, yeah. the, I needed to say this before I forget. McFadden, because you like the Sonic music, the best thing about Sonic yeah. Mania, they play a track in the first act that is like a prototypical or quintessential Sonic song. And then in the following acts, they remix it. Not, not that bad, but they do a really, (laughs) they do a really good job remixing it, which is, I think enhanced because they also do a good job remixing the elements of the levels themselves. So it feels thematic. Like it, it links up really well. That was one of my favorite things about, um, the terrible Paper Mario sticker game. Oh, the, uh, that they did a good job being con- thematic and consistent? Uh, that they did a good job with the music. The, like, music remixes um, with, like, orchestral uh, elements was really pleasant and, and made that game enjoyable. There were aspects of it that we've sort of talked at length about in the past that I didn't like, but the music was definitely one of the things that I really enjoyed. Yeah, this is if you if you appreciate the Sonic chip tune kind of sound. I love it. Yeah, the stuff in Mania is pretty good. Like they got someone that cares passionately about that to make those songs. Like they they like did if, a good job it, with it. So if you haven't heard of Smooth McGroove, he I have, does an awesome. <laughs> he does an awesome version of the Sonic Green Hill Zone. So Smooth McGroove is a guy that recreates. Um, if he's not video a human games. fucking dog, I'm gonna be really, really sad. Uh, well, don't be too sad. <laughs> okay. Um, but you, you, I guess you will be sad uh, because you said so. Does he? And does he solve crime? No. N- maybe. Wait, right. McGroove. I don't know. We don't learn. We don't learn a lot about him. Uh, <laughs> From his YouTube channel, it's not. Uh, yeah. So he does a lot of video game music, and what he ba- what he does is recreate MIDI sounding video game music using only him, and he records every part of the music. Oh, so vocally? Do yes. Okay, it's acapella. Yes, it's all acapella, right? And then he puts all of the little screens of him doing all of the different parts on the screen at the same time. The YouTube similar. thing he does, he does yeah. He does the YouTube thing, right? Yeah, I was going to say similar to that Pomplamoose song that everyone loves. Uh, what? Yeah, man, you don't know about the internet, Tony. <laughs> they're I mean, like, I do, but not Pomplamoose. That is, their uh, Pomplamoose did a good song or two five to ten years ago. They got very popular on the Yub Tubs early on. Yeah, they did the. Uh, they do the like singer songwritery remix of things and they would they would play all the parts and then remix them and but play this the actual video of them hitting the drum for that drum beat every time right. and they would layer all of the different performances on top of each other it's a yeah. very and it's like a very acapella thing on youtube to have like the brady bunch grid of people singing all nine parts yes. or whatever so this, yes, this guy exactly does that kind right. of thing this guy does that but they're all of the people are him 
which I can uh, I can dig. I can I can respect that much self love. And I will say this, like from my understanding, he is so good at it that YouTube's like auto detection DRM thing flagged some of his videos for being identical to the original or so close to the original that they assumed it was just a copy and not him creating a new work. There's a part of me that really wants it to just be him like mouth flagging mouthing. No, no, no. Just, just mouthing the parts, but actually just playing the legit. Just playing the music. Yeah. (laughs) That would be pretty Um, ballsy, but it's, it's pretty cool. He does. He does all of your favorites. He like, he does some ducktales. He does some mega man. Uh, Mario and all that shit, but he does the Green Hill Zone. Does he do some and it's, studio? It's super good. I don't think so. He does do some pop classics and stuff, but I don't think that's one of them. But you can check. You've got the internet. What was it? Smooth McMove? <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smooth McMove. Smooth uh, McMove, McFly. Smooth McGroove. Okay. I was close. If you yeah, type you smooth would. Mick, all you get is a guy with holy fuck, he looks like a monster. <laughs> I don't want to know. You're on Pornhub search, not YouTube. So oh, you no. don't want smooth Mick on, on, on YouTube. I actually just now got into a really interesting okay, I'll be back. Gonna dive into the internet for a second. Oh no, I was gonna ask you about no Knights of the Frozen Throne, you asshole. No, 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 I'll be back. Gonna go into the internet for just a minute. Oh, freak out. Le <laughs> Freak, so chic. No, uh, Freakazoid. Runs uh, around in underwear. Freakazoid. Oh. Freakazoid. That's how he got his powers. He got sucked into the internet. Right. I know. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Off the uh, rails. Yeah. <laughs> we got. We have a little bit of time left. The next thing I wanted to tell you about <laughs> foie gras was. <laughs> Okay. Not, that's not the rumble snack yet. We got to wait another two episodes, and then we can have its triumphant return. It's a lot of uh, a lot of hand, a lot of hand. What man? You left that hanging. Well, no, a lot of hands, a lot of hands, <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of hand jobs. A couple smooth talks, a couple smooth skins. Um, yeah. So despite all despite all odds uh, and uh, the amount of times that we've ignored it when Tony's brought it up in the past, uh, uh-huh. my wife and I have started playing Hearthstone pretty regularly. Oh, oh okay. hey, you're forcibly segueing me into something. Well, <laughs> no, I, I want to talk about it. You you can still blurt out like random sex videos you're seeing on YouTube, but I'm going to talk about it anyways. I'm just sad that you don't. Now I'm going to check Spank Bang, all right? Just give me a moment. Uh, I can't finish unless you're telling me about my Jade Druid deck. Uh, No. uh, Yeah, Jade Druids. Yeah, now I know all the lingo because I started looking at stuff because I wanted to maximize using my limited card collection. Resources. Uh, Which is one of the reasons I don't want to play Hearthstone. Don't. (laughs) <laughs> because I, this is going to be the fucked up shit that happens where I'm going to play it for like a day and then I'm going to be like, now I have to research it for a week before I can play it again. Yes, because you don't want to spend your money or time uh, doing a thing that's not optimal because it's free right, to play. And I don't want to 
I don't want to relearn the like recreate the wheel essentially, See, right? So like, there are so many people that have like figured out this shit ahead of me that I understand that part of the fun of it sometimes is figuring it out yourself, but the other half of that leads like down a road of like misery and frustration if you don't figure it out quickly. Yeah. So here's here's part of my issue with something you just said, which is that it's free to play, which is true to a certain extent, right? Like, yeah, strictly speaking, as if you were to think of this as just a video game, then yes, this is a free to play video game. But as somebody who wished he could buy all the fucking magic cards in the world, to me, this is much more of a collectible card game and has all of those trappings. Sure. It just so happens to have a free way for you to get cards if you're to play it more. Yeah, but well, you will, no, you will no, never but... get what you, like, you'll never get at the pace that you desire. Right. Like, they, they definitely... Yeah, it's just, it's just like Clash Royale is free to play, but if you want to, like, get max level cards, it will take you forever if you don't spend money. Right. Uh, this is better than Hearthstone's definitely better than Clash Royale than about that. Royale. For for sure. You can So here's what I did. I for the longest time never spent any money on Hearthstone and I would play it infrequently when Tony told me to. And I would yeah. get a couple free packs every time a new set was out cuz he'd be like, "Get just log in, you'll get 3." And so I built up a really random shitty collection. And <laughs> and if I could recommend a thing So far for, this sounds like Magic the Gathering. It is exactly like it. Oh well, yeah, no. The- it's like if somebody told yeah. you, like, oh, hey, this new, there's a, a release tournament for Magic the Gathering. They're giving away a couple free packs, and that's yeah. all you ever played with. Right. You get a starter deck or whatever. Right. And, right. And, and your friend gives you a bunch of commons that they don't care about to get you started. That's essentially what Hearthstone does is, like... I kind of wish I could, though, yeah? Like, I wish I could. I wish... Dude, yeah, that was the one thing I was just saying. It was, like, I have cards that Danielle would want, and she has cards that she'll never want to play, and I wish we could, like even if it was one for one exchange, like rare for rare, like they're collectible cards and yet you can't do anything to trade them amongst yeah, people. Right. Kind of That's sucks. the point I will concede. The point that where it is different from a trading card game is that you, you cannot trade cards. They have no value at all. Period. Right. Yeah. They're, they're not a thing that has value. Um, but I wish if there's one thing someone could tell me to prep to prep my Blizzard mind. I'd like to interject and say that we never <laughs> said it was a trading card game. Uh, we said it was a collectible <laughs> card game. Yeah, no. Th- but this is the thing is I don't begrudge them for that. It'd be a nice thing if they would let you do it. But it, it doesn't break everything. It doesn't make me go, this thing's not worth my time. Like, sure. it's a I fun game. No, and, it, and I don't I don't necessarily mean to, like, I would need to research in order to, like, utilize my limited resources to maximum efficiency. I would just want to know, like, what the strong decks are to, like, know what I should be trying to get or what I should be, like, trying to learn how to play with. Because play I would against. be... That's probably the biggest thing. The I would be really frustrated is. just trying to, like figure my way through a deck creation and like learning the growing pains against people that are just looking it up online. Well, and, or just, they're so good that you just get stomped by all the great meta decks. You can, like there are, there are people who have shown time and time again that you can, um, get to legend 
with enough time. Legend being like the, you have to be in the top fraction of a percent because it's literally like usually only a couple thousand people are legend rank. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get there with free to play decks if you have all of the basic cards, plus like the additional plus, packs. Plus, you do all the the quests and get all the bonus packs you can get. Like that right, kind of you thing. can make a deck out of that. Yeah, I that can get you to legend, which means that you have a greater than fifty percent win rate and copious amounts of time. Yeah, but I. That's still a greater than 50% win rate. You'll be winning more than half your game. I, I happen sure. to unpack a That's lot of not... stuff for a mid-tier hunter, which is a deck that somebody had done this with. And I started playing Hearthstone and just fooling around with it again because it was before this expansion that just came out. And I was I was messing with it, and I got to the point where it was like, everyone's beating me. I feel like it has less to do with my skill as a human being and just they happen to have the better cards and deck. And there was never a chance for me to win unless I drew perfectly and they drew as worse a hand as they could. And I got really frustrated. And uh, and then somebody pointed out this this one deck that I happen to have the cards for and it fixed everything because I could win 50% with it. And that made and a huge difference. The nice I, thing about Hunter is you know when you're fucked early. You're like, okay, concede, abort, we're done here, sorry, I know I lost, we're cool. Well, no, I don't even just mean that. I mean, like, exactly what Kaz is talking about, where, like, he was trying to use a deck that wasn't optimal, and then learning the frustration of, like, oh, this deck isn't going to work, but also knowing in the back of your mind that, like, other people have already done the footwork for you, and you can just look up the deck that will work. Right. So, so what's nice? That's about, like a pro and a con to me at the same. Yeah, time. Yeah, no, there, it is because you, you're denying yourself a fun in the game to right. to get over a pain in the game, which is losing right. constantly. But so, there are so many other people that have played for so long that it's a much more painful experience now than when the game first came out. For sure. Well, okay. So yes or no, right? So what they've also changed, which is nice, is that. If you know that you never have the time to get to Legend, or if you, you can't even get to, say, rank 5, right? There's 20 ranks. There's 25 ranks. You are basically forced to get up to at least 20 because you can't lose anything below 20. Like, you can't lose any progression below 20. Mm-hmm. But they have since created tiers. So at 2015, every 5, so 2015 said 5, you go to that point where you can't... Once you've passed that point, you can't go back. And so if you're like, well, fuck it. I don't have, like, personally, I think I can usually make it to about rank 10 safely. And then, like, if I had two weeks of vacation, I could probably push to Legend, easily get to rank 5. But I know where my limitation is. I'll get to rank 10. So once I get to rank 10, I what I like to do in Hearthstone is I go, oh, let's make these stupid, silly cards try to work or like let me try to figure out a deck using cards that people think are underpowered or don't play with a lot um because i know i won't lose progression of that right and that's, so that's still like, something you can do because i think you've built a bigger collection right I, if yeah. i try and build a silly deck around the fucking princes that i got because of fucking course that's the only thing i opened in the new set <laughs> that's, you should build an all princes deck no, because we'll I only got two of them. We'll play. I only oh, got the no. two and the four, 
which apparently they're the okay the ones. One. Yeah. The two is really good. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so the two is really good in what? Right? So this is this is where you get into the weird lingo. So of it's it, like, really good. It's really good in Hunter because Hunter has a lot of weak two drops. So you can basically basically play any Hunter deck without any two drops. Uh-huh. So you just you jam him in as your two and fill up the rest of your deck and you won't miss things that you would normally guess on turn two because they all lick balls. Or it's good in a zoo deck, right? It's good in zoo and it's good in... Uh, I'm, I'm currently running a weenie paladin deck that is actually surprisingly good. <laughs> so, But the problem I tend to run into is, is like, oh, I get to that point where I'd love to use the two or three uh, legendary cards that I got and make them fun and play around with them. But I don't have any of the things to build around it. And, right. and if I had dust, I could make the cards because they let you just like if you get excesses of the same card, because you can only have two in your deck of any one yeah. card except for legendaries. Um, you like if you get four of them, you burn two of them into dust and you can use like three commons of dust to make one common card or like five. I don't know what the ratio is. It's four. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, it's four to one, it's four which to one. is fine. But so you can slowly build up enough dust to make a couple commons over the course of weeks. The other thing, or you, you can, can do, just buy a bunch of packs. Well, which is what I do, right? Like, I mean, like if I was playing Magic the Gathering, that's what I do to play Magic the Gathering. It's like I want to build decks based off of all of the goofy cards that are out there and see what I can make work. Like, the more freedom I will have for deck creation will be based off of how many, because. At a certain point. So right now I have basically every card. I probably put in close to $100. Can you buy specific cards? No. But that's the thing. So what Kaz is saying about the dust is that... No, yeah, I get the dust. But like, right. that's but yeah, if, you don't, if you don't have the entire set when you buy a pack, you might not get any dust and not the card you're looking for. Cause, so that it, there is a different situation when you're where you are, Tony. And I get that. And that's where I wish I could be. But for me to get there, I need to either make up two years of actively playing by paying money or not have that fun. Like those are my well, two so choices. The thing, the thing is I pay at the start, right? I forward and I have been having, this is, this has been kind of like the the last console I've gotten is the switch. And I got that cause it was on a pretty deep sale. Like otherwise, Oh yeah, this, this is, is the thing you invested. So yeah, like yeah. how much how much so a new a new expansion just came out, which is also a decent time <coughs> to jump in because everyone's trying weird shit, so it's easier to win if you're playing like yeah, your if serious you're playing deck. An efficient deck. Yeah. So I, I play my one free to play mid tier hunter like deck that or mid range hunter that can fuck shit up. And I can win more than fifty percent right now because people are playing weird shit and like right. having having bad hands because they have bad decks. Um, so right. this is a good time to do that. But here's the thing. I, because we just had a kid, did not put $50 down to buy whatever packs. It, it's like, what was no, it, 60 packs? Sure. Yeah, so, you. but what did you do? Did you pre-order it? And how many packs do, do you buy when a new set like this comes out? I pre-order it. I complete my dailies at, once I get to three. So that's the thing that you should be doing, really, that we should be doing, is that we should just play each other. And we just grind through our quest, quests really quick. Oh, I'm staying. I'm staying on top of them, and that's you fu- that's funding my arena quests, runs. Which, so don't oh, run arena unless you get really good at arena. If you get really good at arena, you can make gold pretty quickly. 
I get four, you have to be I, really good. I get four wins on average. You get so you get like a dust profit. You get an overall profit at four or five. You get a gold profit at seven. Like at seven, uh, you pay for yourself in gold, and you get a little extra. Yeah, I don't know if I'll get there. Because the uh, the arena, I, mean, I wish the arena. You'll get there. I will get there, but the arena mode's fun because it kind of gets past the collection thing. And it's like, drafting, yeah. Like, do you, McFan, do you know how the arena mode works? Yeah. Where it's it's yeah, just so random ass arena, cards. You build a deck of thirty cards. They give you a choice of three cards each time. Yeah, yeah, I the remember. Biggest, yeah, the biggest random aspect. I'm explaining for if oh. anybody who listens to us anymore. <laughs> They've stopped <laughs> listening at this point. This. But I, I can't. If you've played Magic in the past, <laughs> and you've and you've never given Hearthstone a chance, it is worth it right now because the new set came out and it kind of shuffles everything up. But so, and if so, you do yeah. the solo adventure, you get an extra pack and a free Death Knight. Uh, man, the solo adventure is hard to play as a new as a new player. That solo adventure True. is fucking brutal. So well, like, the prologue, the prologue you can beat because yeah, give you, you a, get a free card. So I got my I got my free Death Knight. But the uh, I have uh, Jaina and I I opened Jaina in a pack oh. and I got okay. the not Malfurion. I got the Warlock. I can never remember their names. The Warlock's good, but the deck he goes in is pretty expensive. Yes. Uh, so I built a really shitty demon deck, and I can play him for fun against friends. Uh, but the, And then I got Princes, and my mid-range hunter has lots of good twos that I'm not getting rid of. What's your, what are your twos in your mid-range hunter? Direwolf Alpha, time. Kindly Grandmother, and Ravisaur Run uh, okay. are all fucking all right. phenomenal two drops. Ravisaur Run is a, uh, Ravisaur Run is a two. Eh, he's okay. It's a two, and it got it. It's got adapt. It's the best. That's a good two drop. It's okay. <laughs> the issue with the issue with hunter and running that prince is that they don't have draw. Uh, the that prince works really good in a zoo warlock deck. Where you yeah. Can continue to I, draw. I bet you it would. So like the I got a, it's a card where if it's the only card of that cost, it buffs the buffs rest of your, your deck. deck for the rest of the game. Gives everything plus one, plus one health and, and attack. And it's really awesome, but I don't have a deck that can use it. So it's essentially dust is all it is. <laughs> so you could dust it, right? You could dust your two princes, and I don't know how much extra dust you have, but that puts you closer to a legendary that you might want. The yeah. other thing that you can do is, even though you don't open a lot of packs, you may have opened enough at this point that if you go into, <laughs> when you're doing your deck building, if you go under the search function and you search extra, it shows you everything that you have between gold and not gold cards extra of. And you can just dust your golds because the golds are at cost of a non-gold of that same rarity. So if you dust a gold rare, you can create a rare card. <laughs> I don't know if fans like, I'm going to go listen to music. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I gotta look. I can search extra. I can search extra. I'll do that. I mean, it, I, I don't know a lot of the vocabulary, so I don't right, have this, any way. This is the thing, sure. and, it, and it took me a week of looking into it to learn all of the vocabulary. And it's just like yeah. if someone tells you, you should get into a MOBA, like, it's that exact same thing. So unless you've got that kind of time to invest in I it. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's, like any, it's like any game, right? I, it, like, yeah. Magic the Gathering is the same way, like, knowing what... Yeah, but these uh, these kind of competitive games are a different class because like, like you don't need haste to... and first strike and all that kind of shit. Like knowing what that means is 
right. arbitrary. And like a mill deck, what a mill deck is. Like there's, right, there's, right, there's right. like terms that aren't just printed on the card that you need to know. This is only, that only happens in competitive games, right? Like you don't need to know any of that shit to play Sonic Mania or Pyre. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, right? the, the shorthand doesn't exist in games that don't have a very, very, yeah. But like PvP. Yeah, StarCraft mm-hmm. and MOBAs and and like these kinds of card games and I'm sure first person shooters that people get hardcore I mean, on. Sports as well, right? Like sports, sports is the same way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude, this is the exact same right. mm-hmm. knowing what all the penalties are. This is the exact same thing as telling your friend that's never watched sports to Well, not like, just penalties, but being like like oh like here they're gonna bring the ball down the court and do like a pick and roll and then they're gonna do like an isolation defense and like yada yada like like oh yeah yeah. these are all high screens and you're like what the fuck does that mean you you run a three four you run a nickel what oh my god yeah yeah. so yeah you can understand corner blitz (laughs) but when someone dime package and yeah like all that shit oh they ran it against a weak cover too like yeah all that stuff doesn't What's amazing to me is I've got so much of this garbage lingo for so many disparate things stuck in my head. Yeah. Because I have, you have like your occupation and if you have multiple, if you've had multiple occupations, you have multiple like industries worth of bullshit things. Every, every sport that you like, every game that you're hardcore about, every hobby you have, if you like photography, there's a whole set of garbage shit for that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like the, ah man, it's, I wish, and and then I can't remember like the last time we fed our child. I can't keep that in my head. I had to put it on a fucking app because I'm useless. But I've yeah, had all as these much stupid as I did things about like stupid fucking video games. As I did about fucking neurosurgery, I'd be a fucking attendant. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm close. Yeah. You would have Doogie Howser this shit a long time ago. <laughs> a long ass time ago. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you feel about the new set, Knights of the Frozen Throne for Hearthstone? I think it's. I think they've had two really good sets in a row. I is Angoro was a really solid set. I think Knights of the Frozen Throne has been. A- I, I like all the fun. Uh, I don't like the free. The freezing mechanic is not that cool. I really dig the cards that, um, the ones that that say like, "Oh, this will summon a thing when it dies." But only if it dies on your opponent's, on your opponent's turn. turn. Yeah. <clears throat> like those cards aren't that great, but it's a really fun mechanic that I hope they print more stuff in. Because I kinda I kinda like the building the concept of building a deck around like please kill my shit is very fun. Rather than yeah. like a very common black uh magic thing like would be to kill your own shit to benefit yourself or hurt yourself to benefit yourself. But like there's never there's not a really good set of decks that I ever knew of. That was like, please kill my stuff. <laughs> like, I really want you to. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're always taunt decks and stuff, but it was always big creatures in green. Uh, yeah. Hey, more bullshit terminology that no one knows. Uh-huh. Taunt. <clears throat> but everyone knows just from the word taunt what taunt means. Right. But what about my trample deck? The trample. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine if Trample was in this game? I don't know. I, that would be crazy. There's uh, l- only one only one creature has Trample, and it's Knuckles. Okay. If you want to look into it. No, I don't want to, because I can't have him, so I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is out of my reach. I want to... I Look, I've got this free deck, and I crafted a bunch of fucking shit for it, and I'm done. <laughs> I, I, need to, <laughs> I need to ride this shit till the next set. 
Uh, are they going to rotate out stuff when the next, like, are they going to phase all? Because I don't. It's a next set, but the set after they will rotate the, um, I guess they'll rotate. What will they rotate out? Because I don't want to put. They got to rotate stuff out at some point where they, they relegate the, the older sets to the, to the, to the waste bin of time. And I don't, I don't want to invest my time and money in a set thinking it's just going to go away at the beginning of next year. They, they rotated out like goblins and cum gobblers. There we go. That's the one I couldn't remember. Yeah. Goblins and gnomes, the, uh, the grand crusade. And they rotated that rotated out two adventures, which they're not going to do adventures anymore because the adventures are now going to all be like free frozen throne. Yeah, there but they're free gonna, things that give you free shit. Free things that kick your ass because you don't spend enough money on the game. <laughs> <clears throat> As punishment, um, you may have these free packs if you buy enough packs to beat these three challenges. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you, Blizzard. Oh, you dicks. Um, but yeah, so the ones that'll rotate out are Whispers of the Old Gods, Mean Streets of Gadgetzan, and Karazhan will rotate out. Oh, I like Karazhan. I bought that one, and I use a lot of those cards. When's that happen? It's, it's not going to rotate till like... Spring? That, yeah, spring of next year. Okay. But but if I buy into Knights of the Frozen Throne, it's going to be good for at least a year. It'll be good for a year and a half. It'll be good till not next spring, but the spring after. Okay. That's good. And on Goro as well will be good this, for a little while? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I can Angoro, buy I can buy Angoro packs as well. Uh, the ones that should be good are yeah, Angoro Knights, and whatever the last one from this year is going to be. We'll do one more from this year, and then classics always good. All right, look at that. We talked Hearthstone on the podcast, but seriously. Holy shit! We talked actual serious Hearthstone. We don't have to talk about this till the next expansion. We'll be good. <laughs> it might come up. If I have a particularly bad week, I'll bitch about it. <laughs> I'm telling you. So if you keep if you keep on top and you hoard all of your gold, I got just about 200 packs this time around between the pre-order, what I wanted to spend, what I budgeted myself to spend. So I spent basically about 110 bucks. And then plus my bonus, like the gold that I hoarded from as soon as Ungoro dropped and I spent all of that, I just started hoarding gold. I got another 80 packs out of that. Oh, yeah. I got so you can. I got 20 packs and just the like week or two that I was playing for free. Right. Because of yeah, all the, that's the significant. promos. Yeah, that that'll something. get you. That'll get you at least one, if not two legendaries i got because the new legendary system the way they change the legendary system is is gonna drop more legendaries on you more frequently yeah i think i opened i opened all of them and i got three that's good that's a great rate actually it's a great rate (laughs) two princes and a death knight well i didn't say the quality was good (laughs) you technically got legendaries Go hey, fuck you yourself, Jaina? kid. Jaina's super good. Jaina's sick as shit, and then I went and got my free one, and it was the one that I don't like playing. <laughs> I'm surprised fine. you don't like it, because I, I always thought you liked the black sacrifice your health for... Uh, uh, I got for into party. that way later, but like, yeah, I, I think it's just really weak right now in Hearthstone. 
So it's like kind of hard to want to play it. It's yeah, it's kind of weak. You just like the way that you compensate for it is you just run a ton of life gain. All the life gain is pretty accessible though. There's not too many life. You mean life link? This bullshit. Huh? You mean life link? No. No, no, like cards that actually like restore. Oh, restore health. Restore three health. Stuff like that. All right, Uh, we've overstayed our welcome, (laughs) so we'll we'll cut the episode off at this point. Uh, If you want to get in contact with the show, find out everything at uh, therumblepack.com. Our Facebook page is the other location at uh, facebook.com slash the rumble pack. You can find us on Twitter at, at the rumble pack and all of our individual Twitters where we will say crazy things about how the world's ending soon. Cause that's just the, that's reality now, I guess. Um, Neil has a really good tweet that he just posted that I feel like I need to include in the show. Apparently there will be a, a pro Trump rally that is going to conflict with the gathering of the juggalos. No. So good news, everybody. The year's yeah. going to get really interesting. <laughs> well, I can't tell what juggalos would be. I don't know. We're just going to find is out. That like, is that like conflict in the terms that like the juggalos can't go to both or <laughs> is that sick is that juggalo like burn? Is that, is that like conflict that they're gonna like have a gang fight between pro-Trump supporters and the Juggalos? Okay. I mean, so like, and can we make it a like... pay-per-view event if it's the latter? Like, can you get Dana White involved because the UFC isn't making a lot of money these days? Okay. Wait. All right. So the the tweet that he retweeted, I don't know who Jack Wagner is, but he's verified, so I'm sure he's a real fuck nugget. Uh, proud boys better stay home. Our family carries hatchets, not mace. Whoop whoop. See you in DC. And then it it, I mean, it subtweeted. So this is a gang fight. <laughs> I think they're so, setting up a fucking are they melee. Kill Trump supporters? I don't know. Oh. I guess. Pro Trump rally set to clash with Juggalo March in Washington. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not a it's not a gathering of the juggalos. It is a juggalo march in Washington, DC in September. So are the juggalos marching? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was just gonna end the episode, but now we can't we gotta unpack this. We have to dive back into the although I'm really unsure on why I just typed the word R into Google. And the very like the second pre-populated search for me is are tramps gay? <laughs> <laughs> you had a, you had a lot of really deep questions well, fudged into Google apparently. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I feel like we don't need to like we know why. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean you know what kind of juggalo rights is Trump infringing upon now? Is really. Did I mean, he, did he outlaw Fago or whatever? Is that what happened? I don't. I, know. I mean, I would prefer that to other things that have been happening. <laughs> I feel like that's more his speed. Like he can handle an outlaw of soda pop. <laughs> no, I, when we ask awesome. him to take on bigger responsibilities, he seems to fuck it up. So. Huffington Post actually writes a really good like article about why the Juggalos are marching on DC, and it's pretty choice. Like I'm actually pretty surprised 
it, <laughs> that a the Juggalos have managed to create enough of a a unity within their own loose organization to do it, but also b that it kind of proves the point. I guess the point is that the FBI and the Department of Justice have labeled Juggalos as a loosely organized hybrid gang. <laughs> and they're like, no, we're not a gang. We're going to march together just to prove it. And I'm kind of like, I don't... <laughs> we're all going to wear the same colors and we're going to form a hierarchy. <laughs> and have clown mask paint. I, I'm not sure they actually are disproving the point. Like <laughs> <laughs> gathering? I don't think oh, so. Oh, God, Juggalos, you confuse me so. That's the theme of this episode is Juggalos, you vex me. Why are people marching for Trump? That's also going to be one of the flavors, by the way, of my ice cream. Like, this is like politics aside. Like, why do you have to march for your president? What? Like, oh. like, like politics aside, like, he's the president. You don't have to march for him. He's got all the power. Yeah. He's the president. Wait. You're not going to... Like Are a they march marching gonna... for him or against him? It's pro-Trump. Wait, the Juggalos are pro-Trump? No, 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 no. The Juggalos are trying to... They're trying to show that they're not a loosely organized gang <laughs> by becoming a loosely organized gang marching <laughs> on DC. By becoming a slightly <laughs> less organized... Less loosely organized gang. <laughs> No, you're, yeah. they're, they're set to clash with a pro-Trump rally, I is see. what it is. So the, con- yeah. the concern is, why does there need to be uh, these ra- why does, <laughs> why does why do, What function does this serve politically? Uh, I think you just have a group of people that like goose-stepping. I mean, they want to do it all the time. I don't know what to tell you, man. Right? Like, hold on. They're like, just looking for any excuse. Like- Tony, when I got... Uh, uh, when I got a fucking camera, I was looking for every reason to take pictures of things. This is the exact <laughs> same mentality. They found a new toy. They want to use it whenever they can. Oh, dude, the lineup for the next gathering of the Juggalos looks pretty dope, though. <laughs> <laughs> Lay it on me, because this episode won't end. Uh, hold on, POD. Yeah, it's Blood already it's already gang. as good as it can get. So that's uh, I know we've already peaked. Bloodhound gang know. is still alive. Some of the Bloodhound Gang. They're a loosely (laughs) organized group. (laughs) Hybrid gang. They're hybrid blood, whatever. It's right there in the name. I don't know if you know the the insane clown posse, but they'll be there. Mushroom Head. Fuck Mushroom Head. What is Mushroom Head doing nowadays? Why? Vanilla Ice. Waka Flocka Flame. Wait. Rob Van Winkle? (laughs) What? You heard me. Waka Flocka Flame's gonna be there. Get your tickets now, baby. It's the gathering of the Juggalos. I just thought Vanilla Ice is taking time off from building houses to go to the to the to the gathering. I mean, he's got to do something for his life. <laughs> Can't just spend the rest Shit. of his days in Florida being the second strangest person in Florida. There's going to be some comedians there. There are competitions. There's an art contest. There's a beach volleyball contest, motherfuckers. Get your paint now. There's a there's a Fago launching contest. Well, that's a given. 
I mean, the question that is on everyone's mind now is, do you have to paint your torso for the beach volleyball contest? Well, do you have to go shirtless for it? Oh well, yeah, I think I think that's a given. It's oh, beach okay. volleyball. Uh, all those glistening juggalo bods that you want to see topless. Yeah. I mean, they're doing a good job of advertising the kind of hot ones. <laughs> they found all three of them. They're all on this poster. <laughs> all right, you thanks. can buy tickets either online. You want to go go to the Toledo game room? You can buy tickets there. Wait, where where is the gathering? Colorado. Oh, isn't it Red Rocks? No. I don't think it's that thing. There's got to be in a place where you can let a lot of homeless people <laughs> that's the, the one restriction oh fuck well it's one of those things like camp out yeah Wednesday oh we've already missed <laughs> <laughs> you got all excited now nah, shit oh shit it's in the rear view mirror and I didn't even know awesome. gathering of the juggalos 2018 all right, you got to look forward to 2018. Start saving up your gold now and do all your arena runs when that comes. You got to do all my dailies to get to the gathering <laughs> of the Get your dailies done. Start saying your prayers that the remaining members of the Bloodhound Gang make it to 2018. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I'm worried about POD too, to be honest. I'm worried about all of them. They're all on, de- on the death watch as far as I know. Anyways, thank you, listener, for making it this far. Thanks, thanks, McFadden, for being here. And thanks, Tony, for uh, missing out on the gathering for us. I know it meant a lot to you to pass on it's, that. This you op- know, it was in Ohio for a little while. <laughs> so you're saying we could have gone. Uh, yeah, dog. We could have, like, met there, like, from 2014 to 2016. It was in in Legend Valley, Ohio. Man, we we fucked up, didn't we? I know. (laughs) That's what happened. Shit. Poor lack of planning, lack of insight. It's just outside of Columbus. That sounds about right. Not to disrespect Columbus, but like there's got to be some OSU fan base crossover. Oh, for sure. You can get laid by... What if you had a juggalo? Stop. (laughs) (laughs) This has been the Rebel Pack game over. (laughs) 